it seems like Tiger Woods was involved in a serious car accident. This is the Rich Eisen Show. The interior was more or less intact, which kind of gave him the cushion to survive. It was brought to my attention that he was conscious. Suffered multiple leg injuries. I will say that it's very fortunate that Mr. Woods was able to come out of this alive. Earlier on the show, CBS NFL Today insider Jason LaCanfora. Coming up, actress Mila Jovovich, Michigan head coach Jawan Howard plus Buccaneers wide receiver Chris Godwin and now it's Rich Eisen just missed the putt welcome to hour number two of the Rich Eisen show here on this busy Wednesday here in Los Angeles California uh, I am your humble host we just had a fun football chat with uh, Jason Lock and Fora here from CBS Sports lots going on in the NFL world as always Good to see you, Chris Brockman, over hey, there. Man. How are you today? How are you doing? Good to see you, Mike Del Tufo, in your situation. TJ Jefferson has settled into his chair, social media grandmaster. Hey, we were talking sure. about uh, Michigan basketball off the top. Yes, because Jawan Howard's joining us in uh, 40 minutes' time. Yeah, Jawan Howard's going to be joining us in 40 minutes. And uh, you said your Ohio State buddies were. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. <laughs> I said. The Ohio oh, State. Yeah, don't get it twisted. Come Brockman. on. Don't, don't misconstrue. Don't get it twisted. Because people can get confused. I'll rephrase. When you just say it, Ohio State. I'll rephrase. There's so many. I'll rephrase. You were talking about how you're the Ohio State friends. Yes. Texting you about how Michigan's now a basketball. No, no. They're saying, "Will you admit?" Oh, that's the way that they. That's the way that they phrase it. Will you admit that it's a basketball school? During during uh, one of the breaks, I, I did some research. Yes, sir. So since 2015. That's when Jim Harbaugh was hired as Michigan football head coach. Right. Yes. Jim's record is 49 and 22. Okay. I'm going to do the math. Yes. That says 0.690. Nice winning percentage for you guys. Okay. Yeah. In that same time period since 2015, Michigan basketball. Yes. 147 and 53. Yes. Including 16 and one this year. That's. 0.735 0.735 win percentage. Yes. So technically, based on win percentages, yes. <laughs> Michigan is a basketball school. Hey, yeah. look, that's true. Look, hail to no, no, the no, 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 no. Stop, 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 stop. I, I, I'll say, I will say this. I am unabashedly saying Michigan is a basketball school. You should be proud of unabashedly that. saying that. A couple Final Fours in there. Yeah. Unabashedly saying what Beeline did, look. Yeah, Notre Dame's a football school. Look, get it. when when Michigan hired both Beeline and Rich Rodriguez from West Virginia, we, we we got one good one. And then when I thought he was leaving, when he leaves for Cleveland, I'm like, please don't go. And then Jawan Howard comes in. And it's a dream come true. He's getting McDonald's All American um athletes, yeah, to come to the school. Absolutely. And you know, getting academically eligible McDonald. Because again, this is you know, Michigan's got a provost standing there, in, in, you know, like in a goal line defense, <laughs> a- and it, it ain't easy. It is not easy, and what Juwan Howard is building is fantastic. I am unabashedly saying that they're a basketball school. I don't care. I don't. I don't. Obviously, do I want Michigan to be in college football playoffs and beating the Ohio State? Of course I do. Oh, of course. But in the meantime, they're dominating right now in the. In the, in the world of the, the Big Ten. And I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. We missed out on the brackets competition last year. And out of the mouths of babes, 
as you know, Chris Brockman, when we have had <laughs> annual basketball tournament bracket competitions here I'm amongst aware, ourselves. I'm aware. I'm aware. The one with the worst bracket had to wear clown makeup for an entire three-hour show. And Brockman wore clown makeup four years in a row. I mean, how do you do that? Four years in a row to the point where... Did I beat him? The point where (laughs) that Eric Stone Street went from being outraged by your clown makeup or your interpretation of what a clown should look like to him basically going ahead and saying, this is how you should make Chris Brockman up as a clown. Like I'm a clown, I amuse you? Yes. He does. He amuses us every year. My children in my home. Beat them. Where they come and play with their toys. Came to me, Xander and Cooper, and now Taylor, my daughter. She's in now? She, they all they three all said, are we doing the bracket competition for your show so we can put Chris in makeup? They specifically Literally, said me they in makeup? They mentioned you, and they want me. They want to put me in clown makeup in the I'm worst out. way. In the worst way. But they did mention you, all three children. Oh, they're after Brock. And Cooper is particularly that. excited because he, God bless I mean, him. You know, Zan is the is the son who wants to just stick it to dad. <laughs> Cooper is the son who is rooting for dad's team really hard. He, as you know, has put Michigan to win it all the I last know. couple Every, years. Yeah. And Beeline put him in position to do it. I mean, now. He says, Dad, this year it really could happen. Oh, and Cooper, I'm like, didn't, didn't Cooper win one year because he had Michigan all the way to the championship won. game? Yeah, and Beeline, and Beeline went on a, on a, on a run with yeah. the team. Yeah. That's the Stone Street version that was... That he's like, this is what you should look like. But I wore like. the Ken Bone sweater with the wig. The Ken yeah, Bone he was, sweater was Stone Street was so livid <laughs> so about that. So I think he called into the show <laughs> so angry and upset what you looked like. Because of that Ken? Kim- no, because oh. what it does is he, oh, he, that. this to him is an uh, abomination. It, you know, there's a certain professionalism to clowning. Well, I wore a hat because I didn't want all makeup on my entire head. Well, I get it at any rate. Brock, when you looked great every year. Thanks, Mike. You did. I wish Especially I, when you walked out. I'm well, at any rate, that. the point yeah. is, is that Jawan Howard has gotten Michigan into position to be a one seed, like a legit flat out. This is the team that's expected because and and hey, Michigan is not. We're not used to that. The year that we won Seton Hall, we nobody expected them to do that. It was when Bill. Well, you, that was when uh, Bill Frieder was fine. No, 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 no. Play better than the refs, refs, sir. Uh, that's true. I no. say that all the time. I'm, when right. Bill, Bill Frieder gets fired, Steve Fisher comes in. Bo Schembach was the athletic director. Said, "I want a Michigan man coaching Michigan team," and uh, and Steve Fisher was the closest thing on that bench to a Michigan man because he was on the staff. Frieder, you 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 left to go to Arizona State. You're not coaching this team. They go on a run. They cut down the nets. Crazy. The Fab Five, though, they were expected to, yeah, to they do were it. Really Although they, the year that they, they, when they were freshmen, they were expected to do it and then actually hit expectation, didn't win. But when they, when you don't expect it, that's when they do well. Well, now we're uh, They're expecting it. Right? When you're winning a Big Ten conference, that undefeated, is when, you're, when you're leading a Big Ten conference that is loaded, they're stacked. 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 Zaga looks good, though. How much Gonzaga football, uh, basketball, by the way? <laughs> <laughs> it's Gonzaga, not Gonzaga. Zag. I always say that wrong. Get no, no, that's what you, you're, you're, you're from New York, New Jersey. So it's Gonzaga, it's Nevada. It's not Nevada. It's Nevada. You call Oregon. Here's how much it's I've Oregon. watched. Oregon. Zero. Thank you. Point zero. There you go. <laughs> nice. 
But they're in first. I know. I follow the AP. I follow the top 20. <laughs> he, follows, he follows the AP. He follows the, the AP. Follows he follows Velveeta cheese and the AP. <laughs> I've been tweeting with the AP all day. By the way, I'm going to get free Velveeta. Keep it going, people. I'm in. I follow the AP. You know, Rich, when you think about the Fab Five, you think about how they were, you know, they brought those big shorts into fashion. And I remember being in college in the early 90s, like that was a thing. You got like one long pair of shorts on our team, yeah, and everyone said the short. They ones. were called thugs for doing it, though. Yeah, but nowadays, which is awful. Nowadays, awful. these kids, I've noticed in basketball, they're going back to like the young. We used to call them young, yeah. tight shorts with a whole lot of thigh meat showing. And I'm like, uh, Jalen Rose and Jawan, they didn't get yeah, they did called this for names, a reason. Yeah, you know, to bring long shorts out for these guys to go back now to have thigh meat showing. So that's one thing I just dolphin can't. shorts, thigh meat, thigh well, those meat. Are the dolphin. We were the big. There was a dude. There was a game I was watching yesterday. This dude looked like he was wearing. Biker shorts. Biker. Com- compression shorts. Shorts are back. They're in. Bro, come on, man. Yeah, I like the long one. I'm with TJ. They're too tight and too short. Yeah. I don't need to see all look, of this. That's look, why I don't wear shorts on the show, Rich. The fab, you want to see all this thigh meat? You're, you know what, TJ? I think you're onto something. Because, because <laughs> the Fab Five made a statement. Mm-hmm. They made a statement with their play. They made a statement with their swagger. They made a statement yep. with their fashion choices. They made a statement. Black socks, and, black shoes. And in yep. so doing... They also saved the rest of the free basketball world from thigh meat. <laughs> yeah, and 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 we can't we can't have that. No, but I don't need to see. We that. cannot have that rolled back. Do I do I spend any sort of real estate in the interview with Juwan Howard about the thigh meat situation? Hundred percent. If we have time. <laughs> we have time. I'm in charge of the time. I've got say, this live microphone in front of me. I would do say I maybe do don't phrase it as thigh meat, but maybe just kind of be like, hey, Jawan, kind of funny when you guys ushered in this new style sense. Kind of going the other way now. Winger the thigh. Just let me or, ju- ju- chirp in and I'll say thigh meat. That way I'll save you from it. What's better? The winger the thigh. <laughs> you can definitely be subtle about it. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe... This guy, do you remember? Was it was it one of the Big Twelve games or something like that? I don't know. Oh man, it was like two days I, ago. I, I watched. don't know. I don't know why thigh meat basketball thigh meat just smells of like Big Twelve. You know, <laughs> you know. Well, I I do know. Know. You know what it was? By it the was- way, by the way, this would be a great college basketball fantasy name: Big Country Thigh Meat. <laughs> Okay, or like Brian, Brian Reeves, Reeves thigh meat. <laughs> it was it was Texas Tech. That's who they was playing. Right, it was, right. It was Texas Tech. Right, Matt McClure, who used to play for Georgetown, was playing, and I was watching it on Saturday. So that's what it was. Brian Reeves, no, <laughs> Brian Reeves thigh Brian big Reeves country. Thigh meat. Oh my god! Could you imagine big country and some? He wears short no, shorts. We can't have that. No, no. no. thank like, God for the Fab Five. Yeah. So, but maybe Texas Tech thigh meat guy was making a statement that is similar to J.J. Watt's tweet. He's just Ooh. pointing out that mitochondria I guess. is the powerhouse of the cell. By the way, we were getting ripped online. <laughs> we were getting ripped online as boomers who didn't understand that that was like an old meme. And I was just like, okay. like Wait, it was, The mitochondria was yeah, a meme? Apparently it was a meme. And then we're, we're all boomers, according to people on YouTube, that, who didn't get the joke. But. I think... I think whoever is calling us boomers mm-hmm. for not knowing that is that a meme? What, I don't know. I, guess. That might, I, I think they are so way off. Okay. As a matter of fact, I can find out how way off that person is. Uh, how so? 
Dropping science here, Rich. I don't know. I might know the the person. I might have the, if you will, cell of the individual who posted about mitochondria. The atom. How about that? Have you reached out? Are you breaking news here? No, I'm just, I will not be called a boomer. I will not be. (laughs) You're not, Rich. Don't read our YouTube comments and whatever you do. Boomer's above us. All I will say is this. Don't be fooled by the cardigan. Okay? I mean. I might be. I I just felt like today was a cardigan day. I'm not I'm 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 just going to grab the cardigan out of the closet. And I'm gonna wear the cardigan. I'm gonna actually. I'm gonna rock it. I'm gonna Rick, rock you, the cardigan. You're rocking. You do it right dress now. boomerish, though. Just what so you know. What are you talking about? You did. Whoa. Uh oh. Uh oh. He's if not boomerish. Hold on a second. Please, 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 please let me handle this. Please. Oh jeez. Please, Mike, what did you do? Please. <laughs> I unleashed the beast. What did you let do? Let me yes. handle this. I'm gonna go get a drink while this no. is going down. <laughs> no. <laughs> let me handle this. Michael Jackson popcorn chips. There are there are many things. There are many things, many things that I will allow myself to be lectured on. Okay. Fair. Okay. Fair. Fashion is not one of them unless it's coming from the next person to be sitting in this chair. My wife, who is going to be sitting in for me over the next two days. But there are many things, even from Mike Del Tufo, I will be lectured by. Fashion is the last of them all. Literally, Mike, once upon a time, you wore a pair of cargo shorts so often that it ripped holes in it just by you wearing them to the point where we told you. And we don't have many rules around here. We don't really have many rules around here, do we, Chris? No, we don't. We don't. Like it's the, the rules are don't, essentially don't, don't be, be an a hole. Don't be an a hole. Exactly. Okay? Don't be an a hole. And, exactly. and take care of yourself, you know, health wise. Yeah. While we're doing this in this time in this day and age, that's basically, to catch COVID. That's yeah. basically about it. That's it. That's it. We had to lay down the law and say you cannot wear those shorts anymore. It was superstition, you know. I had and to we them retired them. We did we a did. segment where we hung them in the rafters of the Rich Eisen Show studio. You don't look at me and tell me how I dress. I look at you and tell you how you dress. <laughs> Rich, you're born in 1969. Correct. Right? right. Del Tufo, what are you? 66. Okay. The cutoff for baby boomers is 64. You guys are fine. Yeah, We're you're good. Millennials or Gen no, X. saying I dress like one. I know. I understand. Boomers dressed with but I'm a just, sweater. But I'm just saying. Sweater's they, not. My me. friends that are 66, like that were born in 66, we're not wearing sweaters. Rich is wearing a sweater. I, I, yeah. You know what? You guys are chilly in here, though. No, 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 no. no. Uh, what I do is I rock it. Rock no, you it look good. I oh, need... stop it. We got to take like a break. Any... We got to take a break because we want to be on time for our next guest. She is in the film Monster Hunter that came out in December, but is available digitally right here, right now. Mila Jovovich next on the Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. 
that could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code EISEN. That's I B O T T A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Not once have I been able to live out my long dream. As a young top growing up in Staten Island, New York, I've always dreamt to do a show like this one wearing a mustache with one of my colleagues in full clown makeup and a black wig and a red clown nose, Chris Brockman, wearing that on this show, having March sadness. Rich, I'm so sad. And you will be out on the DirecTV thoroughfare dressed like that with a Rich Eisen Show sandwich board that reads, I have March sadness. This Wah. is the most public yet of my many humiliations. <laughs> I have March sadness. Can you come give me a hug? I'm so sorry. I'm so sad. Oh, feel better. Thank you. It'll be okay. okay. <laughs> Congratulations to you for getting more out of the clown makeup this year than last year. Thank you. At this point, last year, hour three, you had already removed it, yep. uh, crying like a baby about how your skin had hurt. Hit me my leg. That's pretty see what it was. You kind of look like Zach Galifianakis <laughs> in baskets right now. Oh, yeah, that's a good you know, one. On FX. That's a good one. You kind of look like that angry, sort of disheveled clown right now. This is not a good look for me. I disagree. For a third consecutive year, has finished dead last in the Rich Eisen Show bracket competition, thus having to wear clown makeup for all three hours. None other than Chris Brockman from Modern Family, our friend uh, Eric Stone Street. How are you, Eric? Well, I'm not doing very well, Rich. Oh, no. <laughs> take that wig off right now. Okay, I'm take... watching you. <laughs> Remove the wig, Brockman. <laughs> Come back. I have marks. No, I'm just going to follow you now. the wave. I don't know where you're going. Now this is creepy. Oh, yeah. Now this is creepy. Come on, I have Mark sadness. Just give me a hug, my man. You get it. Oh, yeah. You get it. Chris Long! I have oh, Mark yes! sadness! Oh, yes! I need a hug! Yes! It's a tradition unlike any other for a fourth straight year. And as per the specs of Eric Stone Street, you are uh, dressed as an Auguste clown. You're like the Buffalo Bills of this contest. Can I get a hug for March on. Sadness? Anybody? No? Oh boy, the sandwich board's oh, no, flying all over. What a mess. Come on, millennials. Come on, millennials. There you go. Come on, big finish. Finish up strong. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. 
nicely done. And it's love. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. That's right. Stone Street gave the specs, and then you put Packs. the wig on because it, you know, you yeah, wanted to yeah. cover up part of your the head. head and, and he, he was, called up saying, "Take that wig off." He was not happy. He was so not yeah. happy about the wig. That was, oh, that was boy. some of the best. My kids want to put us in clown makeup so badly again. Man, that was so they want you or or Brock. They right? will, they'll take you. I may my name a play. Maybe you I'll, should do it. No, you got to no, do I'll it. I'll do it. Thanks. You do it every year, Mike. All right, we're back here on the Rich Eisen Show. Mila Jovovich will be joining us here on the program. Um, and um, by the way, I, 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 I don't, I'm not going to use my real estate with her, but I, on this, I was always told when I was covering the U.S. Open that Russian athletes, you put the accent on the middle syllable. So remember we always say Maria Sharapova? We should call her Sharapova. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yes. I did not know that. That's what we were told. Like Maria Sharapova is really Maria Sharapova. You know, so that would make her Mila Jovovich. No. Just throwing that out there. Just throwing it out there. Look, I'm I'm a geek about this sort of stuff because it's my job. One day, one day, uh, Terrell Owens said, call me Terrell. Terrell. One day, Keenan McCardell said, call me Mick Cardell. And we're like, what is happening in the world? Like, it's like spinning off its axis at NFL Network. We just did this uh, with Tyrod Taylor. And then it was Tyrod. Tyrod. Right. And then it went back to Tyrod. Uh, nobody knows. Nobody knows. We still don't know. <laughs> nope. We still have no idea. What is that? Still have no idea. What's our poll question over there as we're waiting right, for I, I uh, just, Mila to, uh, to chime in here on I our show? I actually just threw up two at okay. Rich Eisen show. Uh, birth, uh, birth, one birthday related. Yes. What is it? Uh, Steve Jobs would have been 66 today. Yes. Phil Knight, yes. Nike head, is 83. Who's had the bigger societal influence? Oh, please. Apple or Nike? That's not even close. Apple or Nike? It's not even close. Nike, Rich? It's not even close. Rich. No, no, no. The He's number got... Of, the number of people... I'm even with him. You'd be surprised what the split is on phones for... for I'm just saying. And you know I'm a big... Nike people. Yeah, but a lot Apple of people guy. wear Adidas and Reebok Nike. and don't wear sneakers. No, 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 no. He's people. right. I, it's got to be Steve It's got to be guys. the shoes. He's right. It's close. Please. But, and this comes from a sneakerhead. It's no, gotta, please. It's got to be Steve clo- Jobs. Brock, maybe right. he's 100% correct. And then I Not according to the poll then numbers. I no, 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 second. Hold, on, hold on a second. Apple's bigger. Can I get to the second one? Oh, I'm sorry. What is the second one? I threw up an NBA one. Big game tonight in the association. <laughs> We're talking about sneakers, just doing it, <laughs> wellness and health. And we're talking about iPads and iPhones and iPods. And I ears and I O's and I mouth and I stomach and I feet and I cars and Coming. all that stuff. And you're like, it's an eye in the NBA. <laughs> that was good, bro. Lakers Jazz. Tonight. Oh, my, my bad. My bad. <laughs> huge game. I'm huge sorry. Game. <laughs> I mean, a huge game. I'll just back off. My bad. NBA title favorite right now. Yes. Brooklyn, Lakers, Jazz, the field. <laughs> okay. I'm more interested in the other one, but that's okay. Okay. By the way, you can yeah. live your life without all the eyes. Can't live your life without sneakers. Yes, you can. You can buy a different pair. But I know I'm, I'm wearing. I'm wearing. I'm wearing. Than you think. I, I am wearing Nikes right now. As right, right. Hold on. What See? do you got? What do you got? Nice. See. By the way, a bodega special. Sure. I got to make sure that you know. I'm, I'm going to end this all right now. What does everyone have in around them right now? Oh my God, my phone. 
And my computer. Everyone has iPhones. I here. thought you were on my side. You, I am. It's close, but it's, it's Apple's definitely ahead. It shouldn't. It shouldn't close. be eighty twenty. Is kind no, of my point. And I agree with Brock. No, in the same way that I understand that you can use a you know different phones other than Apple, and you can wear different shoes other than Nike. It's you're close. talking. Of, no, you're talking about in terms of affecting life and lifestyles and life everything. You you get there's no question it's Apple and Apple products. You've there's not not a doubt about it. I think it's a sixty forty. The iPad has changed so much. Yes. The iPad has changed like the way you teach. The iPad has changed the way that you travel. The iPad has changed everything. And the iPad is off of an iPhone. Dude, you're gonna. You, I know, I know that. I'm you saying, know how I'm many big, steps you take because you use the I've, cock to watch. I have 15 Apple computers at my house. <laughs> I do. I have an Apple Watch. And, and, Honestly, no, I'm nuts. But I mean, the Apple Watch, the Apple Watch is amazing. Well, it's amazing, but it's also one of those things too. Where like I'm, where like, oh, what time is it? No, I'm sorry, I'm not paying attention to a word you're saying because I'm looking at my uh, my emails on my my. It's a sneaky way, a sneaky way of uh, of. Of actually not paying attention. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, the star of Monster Hunter, which came out in theaters near you in December, but is now available now on digital and will be available on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray and DVD on March 2nd. Loved her work. I mean, for years I've loved her work in The Fifth Element and obviously the star of the Resident Evil series. And she was in some great movies like He Got Game, Zoolander, and so much more. Mila Jovovich here on the Rich Eisen Show. How are you, Mila? Oh, my God. I wasn't paying attention. I was on my Apple Watch. I don't know. Ask her the poll question, Chris. Go ahead. Oh, Ask her the poll right, question. All right, Mila. So who, it would have been Steve Jobs' birthday today. It's Phil Knight of Nike's birthday today as well. Who's had the bigger okay. societal influence, Steve Jobs or Phil Knight? I, I mean, I guess in my life, Steve Jobs. Yeah, exactly so, right. Thing is that I'm looking at my Apple. Watch. <laughs> well, are you are you wearing by chance I'm Nikes right now? From my Apple iPad <laughs> while checking my Apple phone. Well, I guess this is also a perfect way for me to just jump into this thing too, because uh, obviously, you know, uh, we we know about Resident Evil and Monster Hunter, also based on a video game written and directed by your husband, Paul W.S. Anderson, who is also the man who directed Mortal Kombat. So you, uh, what's your, what's your um, I guess, rules of, uh, at home with your kids about screen time? Do you just say, screw it? Because this, <laughs> cause video games have meant so much um, to you? What, like, what, is, what, is the, what are the rules of engagement there, Mila? You know what? We, we're pretty strict about screen time. Um, I mean, at, at least we were before the pandemic because mm. then screen time became school time. Um, so it was much more difficult, obviously, mm. uh, when they were just on their computers all day long. But usually we say during the week, um, you know, you can't use your phone. Uh, like I let my kids watch movies potentially mm. like one movie, um, in the evening or like my eldest daughter, like loves, I love Lucy. So I let her watch, I love Lucy or, you know, good movies, but I do try and limit like their iPads, like games and things like that until the weekend. And did they ever say, well, mom, uh, what gives? I mean, look at the roof over our heads here from, from video games. What's going on here? 
Well, I say I, I didn't I didn't make those movies because I played video games <laughs> all day either, you know. Hard I mean, work. listen, I played Resident Evil with my little brother when I was in my early 20s. Um, and I've been, I, you know, I've been guilty of playing video games a lot when I was younger. Um, you know, but it's it's one of those things. There has to be a balance, you know. I don't, I don't, um, you know, we have a lot of talks with my kids. We talk a lot about what they want from life and what's important. And, you know, we just try and do a lot of fun stuff together. We play games. We, you know, I try and give them other options as well. All right. So how will you? But, you know, I have to say, like, these days with school, there's a lot of stuff to do. I mean, there's not much time once they're finished with homework and dinner it's kind of like you can watch one episode of a show and then that's it, you know? Right. So how old are your kids, Mila? How old are they? Uh, 13, 5, and 1. Okay. All right. So there you, you've, got a, you've got a lot going on in your house right now. Um, so, <laughs> yes. Yes. So, they believe. Okay. So your 13-year-old's the one watching Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz and, and I Love yes. Lucy? Wow. That's, that's yes, impressive. That's amazing. Well, at the moment, um, she's just watching The Office reruns over and over again. And she she loves playing guitar. And so she'll, like, have The Office on her computer and have her electric guitar and just be practicing guitar while watching The Office. Because I guess all kids do multiple things at the same time these days. So she's like, well, you know, it's I don't have to. It's It's like I don't have to just watch The Office. And, like, I can practice my guitar while watching the office because i already know the office and like i can just you know do my finger exercises my picking and all of that and have one eye on the office i was like listen i mean if it'll if you're playing guitar at the same time i'm not going to argue with you he's about to say is there any specific music that goes with a dwight Schrute uh, soliloquy or anything <laughs> that you know of <laughs> I don't know what type of music. Oh my god! Grunge? Well, you know what? It's actually very fitting because she was finger picking that Ed Sheeran um, Hobbit song about you know. Um, oh. You know the the finger picking one that is about like the it's from the movie. It's from Lord of the Rings or from the Hobbit, I think. Okay. Um, I don't remember what it's called. Like, it's, it's about one of the dwarves, I think. Okay, um, and so that's what anyway. she's that's what she's picking to the office. Why not? Um, fantastic, Mila Jovovich here on the Rich Eisen Show. And the few minutes that I have left with you, let's talk about uh, Monster Hunter and uh, what what you enjoy about uh, doing films like this still to these days, where you are just absolutely kicking ass and taking names, Mila. Um, you know, for me, I guess I never imagined that this would be the career I, I would have when I was younger. But once I did The Fifth Element, I, I realized that action was something I really loved. I loved the training. Um, I loved doing wire work. And I loved sci-fi so much growing up, like reading books, sci-fi books and fantasy. And, you know, so I guess this answers, it checks a lot of my boxes of like things that I really enjoy doing. And I guess at this point, like I've been an action hero for most of my life. So I don't really know what else I would be really, really good at. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, 
I know how to like kill people on screen and do fight sequences really well. Um, <laughs> anybody have work for me? So no, but I, 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 I think you're actually outstanding in this role, but you know, I also remember you and he got game and Zoolander and, you know, dazed and confused. I mean, you've been in some iconic uh, films outside of the video game science fiction. Um, so what was it like? on? Yeah, this? definitely. What was it you like? Know what on? It is? Sure. I guess once I had kids, it was really like a, a decision that I made. Like when I, when I had our, our eldest ever, I was doing three, four movies a year traveling with her, um, doing a lot of these like independent movies um, and it was great, but then it, it becomes difficult once you have kids to just work back to back to back. Um, you know, I, I really made a conscious choice that I wanted to be home more. I wanted to be there for them. I wanted them to have some stability in their lives too. So it ended up that I just really started making choices to do like one or two movies a year. And then my husband just kept writing them for me. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to work with me sure. and monopolize my time. So, you know, it would end up that that would take up a lot of the year would be, uh, you know, one action movie. I mean, it definitely we always travel to like crazy places like South Africa, for instance. And, um, you know, before you know it, like six, seven months have gone and you're kind of ready for Thanksgiving and Christmas. What was it like on the set of Dazed and Confused, Mila? What was that like? I can't remember. (laughs) (laughs) You were dazed and confused personally? Is that what you're saying? I was way too dazed. Listen, Dazed and Confused was one of the most amazing films because I I, I think it's very rare, especially today. I don't think you could even get away with this anymore with the climate of today. But, you know, you had like 25, 30 kids under the age of like 19 and they were all on their own in Austin, Texas, in hotel rooms, just hanging out, you know? Oh, boy. And hilarity in shoes, of course, you know? Um, so it was it was pretty crazy. I mean, we all had a really great time, and I'm sure quite a few of us can't remember exactly what happened. <laughs> so you were more dazed <laughs> than confused, is what you were saying uh, on the set. <laughs> Of all well, that. we weren't confused, at least not in the moment. Probably the next morning, we were like, wait a minute, what happened? <laughs> I love that. Fantastic. Uh, Mila, I'd, I'd love to do uh, this again. I know you're, you're, you've got a lot of projects, and um, I, I'd love to. There's so much more from your filmography and career to, to go uh, through, and um, I, I'd love Thank to do this you. again. Of course, absolutely. I'd love to do it. And on behalf of my children, based on uh, the way that you say about watching movies at night, I think they'd like you to adopt them, uh, even though they love me. <laughs> Um, but uh, I think they kind of dig your concept of screen time at night uh, in that regard. But thanks for the time. I appreciate the call. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. You got it. That's Mila Jovovich, Monster Hunter, available on digital now, and it's going to be available on 4K Ultra HD Blu-ray and DVD on March the 2nd. That'll be next Tuesday, actually, less than a week. I mean, we could have gone. There's just so much to go to, but I've got my head coach calling in, and you know, coaches are on time. Obviously. And I do want to make sure that I do ask uh, Jawan Howard about um, the proliferation suddenly of shorter shorts in college basketball. <laughs> and didn't he, I thought we put this to rest. 
We're going to do this. I'm with it. We're going to do this. <laughs> ham hocks, Rich. Ham hocks. Ham hocks. Well, ham to hocks. use the, uh, the Will Ferrell phrase that he used when he showed up here in very short shorts. Yeah, Will Ferrell was showing that ham hock timing. Uh, let's take a... <laughs> wow. Oh, we'll take a break. We'll take a break. Uh, when we come back, the head coach of my school's red hot basketball team, Jawan Howard of the University of Michigan, when we come back. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Only fitting that you're clutching a bottle of Gatorade right now. <laughs> Only fitting. Because I do believe it was the first time that we met. I'm going to bring this up. It was in the city of Houston. That's right. It was the first ever Super Bowl the NFL Network had ever covered. It was Tom Brady beating the Carolina Panthers eventually. But you and the entire Manning family strolled into the Gatorade suite before heading uh, hit the sack one night. Yeah. Correct? That was it. And who did you hear singing karaoke in the Gatorade suite that night? It was a beautiful voice. A Would beautiful you say, like, voice. in terms of... It was be- like an angel bringing us in. Mm-hmm. And there, we walk in and we see, see Rich Eisen. Mm. Karaoke. Dominating. <laughs> to basically... By the way, nobody else in the room, right? <laughs> yes. Just solo. Just, you know, you get a little practice. Wow. It was my, me and my buddy. There was nobody... <laughs> What uh, what song, Eli? Uh, that is a good question. Sinatra. Sinatra? I forget which one it was. Okay. Well, you know, I mean, New yeah. York, did you New have York, to ask? Or, yeah. Seriously, it was me and my buddy 
And <laughs> I remember we walked in and uh, yeah, we joined, now, but we joined right in. Did you, you did sing, right? You I guys believe. all did get on the mic. I think we got up there, you know, I, we can't turn that down. No, I know. And right. I, it was it, honestly me. It was obviously like pre-cell phone, like pre, I mean, you had yes, cell phone, right. but pre like, you know, one had a camera, you, you don't, don't worry about anybody filming. Yeah, so there's and, no and, video. You, you get up and sing. You saw karaoke, really. you sang. You That's don't think it. about, you don't think twice. It was just the moment. Yeah. That's the moment. You didn't have to memorialize it. It was me, my buddy, Doug. And then it was, I think, your entire family, yeah, right? the whole crew, yeah. Your mom and your dad, um, you, yep. and, you and uh, Peyton and Copper. And Copper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and um, what, do you have a go-to karaoke song, Eli, at all? It's changed over the years, obviously. Has it really? You can, yeah, okay. you kind of go with the times. Uh, you know, Footloose has always been one, you really? know, just because you can kind of dance with it. But mm-hmm. now, you know, it's it's tough. It's tough to do karaoke now. Mm. You're just kind of worried, you know, people are filming all the That's time. True. Then they judge. And, you know, I get, <laughs> I get judged enough. I don't need to be judge <laughs> on, on, my, on my singing ability that's you know that's, that's for fun yes uh, you know, it's, everybody's made it too serious all righty back here on the rich eisen show on peacock our radio audience going to join us in about 30 seconds time um and uh, that's when i'm a very i'm i'm very excited you for my next you. guest you know i'm very very rare can i mix the personal and professional <laughs> like this i'm very very excited no, no, go ahead, uh, please. You want to do it? Yes, damn straight. Damn straight. Yes. I love this song. Brings back 89. I'm like... Too <laughs> bad, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad, Seton Hall. I'm sorry. Just count me back to the radio audience, and hopefully it'll build a crescendo, because, you know, this is the preamble, and it just gets all excited. All right, you can turn to it. All right, back here on the Rich Eisen Show uh, radio network, along with our Peacock family. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. He is the head coach of the third-ranked team in the nation, and it is a loaded conference. Loaded. For instance, uh, Michigan's next game is against Iowa. They're top ten. Then comes Illinois. They're top five. Come on now. Come on now. And uh, as the uh, number three team in the land, he is the uh, head coach of one of the best teams in college fast basketball. He is Jawan Howard of the University of Michigan. How are you, Coach Howard? <laughs> I'm doing well, man. How you doing, Rich? Yeah, no, you're doing great, Jawan. You're doing great. Let me use <laughs> let me use the proper word. I understand you're a humble man, but you are doing great. I could not be more proud and excited. Flat out, I'm just going to drop the professionalism here to start this interview. I couldn't be more excited. What is it like for you to be the coach? Uh, and perform and uh, with seeing your kids performing so well um, and you uh, succeeding as you are so far? Well, first, I want to say to you, man, that you know, I, I remember last season on, on, we had this conversation. We had a really good conversation on the phone about, you know, just the, the opportunity of my of coming back to, you know, a beautiful institution that we both have been a part of mm-hmm. and had the experience of being a student here at the University of Michigan and how it was a dream job for me and it was a dream come true and and you know what um, today that feeling hasn't changed at all whatsoever um, you know this is a wonderful opportunity to be able to impact young men um, you know these student athletes are striving during some uncomfortable times and they're doing some special things being able to manage what they're managing and not making excuses for it but being stars at wherever you know that thrown their way and so i am not it's not because of me it's them and i'm just so proud of our players and how they've been competing this season uh during these unchallenging times 
And I'm also so proud of the support we've been receiving as far as all the Michigan fans, including yourself, the alumni, um, people within the state of Michigan, outside of the state of Michigan, on how they're proud to call themselves Michigan. 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 And that song right there you just played right there, it never gives me, you know, that time of like, you know what, I'm tired of hearing that song. No, it... I still get goosebumps when I hear that Michigan song. Well, as, as you know, um, Jawan, uh, it is it is a it is exciting for for everybody in Michigan to see Ohio State have fewer points than Michigan. It's great. Uh, gosh, that was amazing this particular weekend, and uh, it is just something that you could see this building, you could see this team getting better week in and week out. But you know, you know that what's to come is the toughest part of everything. How do you instill that? that knowledge, that knowledge of you as a player, that knowledge of you as a 20-year NBA professional and then a coach, how do you instill that in these young kids uh, as you get set for the the toughest part of everything, coach? Well, first, you know, I acknowledge it by, you know, after we play, you know, one of the toughest opponents in college basketball in Ohio State, State I'm speaking of. Mm -hmm. Ohio State is a very competitive group. Uh, They... We're ranked number four for a reason because they they have you know what it takes to win the championship and um, you know going there in Columbus and competing against a high level group, well coached team, and to be able to get a victory like that, you know that day, I told our team you know after we won, enjoy it, um, and it's important they do. Um, don't want to take away the fact that they are still young men. That's um, our college students and want to, you know, enjoy their college life. But because we're in the pandemic, you know, some of that has been taken away and we got to do it from a social distancing standpoint. We got to do it in a safe way where we keep health and safety first. Uh, But then as we move on to the next opponent, uh, you just take one opponent at a time, uh, not looking ahead. Uh, Yes, we knew that we had Iowa as our next opponent, but keeping them engaged on, you know, enjoying that day because they earned the right to enjoy it and have fun by competing so hard and doing something so special where you, you went into, I call it a lion's den and, and pulled out a victory. Um, but knowing that we can't look ahead, we can we cannot start thinking about, you know, Big Ten championship. Uh, we haven't gotten there yet. Uh, we still have... You know, one opponent who's you know waiting to play against us, and that's Iowa, who's another very well-coached team, plays extremely hard. Uh, they're super talented, and as we all know, they have great shooting on the floor. But they have guys that have played together, and they led by a guy by the name of Luke Garza. No doubt, they're, they're, the Big Ten is stacked, and and I look forward to seeing how you negotiate this crucible. As you, I guess, it looks like you're going to set up residence in Indianapolis for the for March, right? I mean, you you're going to that's the plan. You, well, yeah. I mean, that's the plan. I mean, it's where the Big Ten tournament yep. is, and then that's where the bubble is. Looks like you're going to be spending yeah, a lot of time in Indianapolis. Yeah, and I'm not making an excuse for it. And I told uh, you know when that time come, you know I'm gonna make sure that our guys pack enough clothes. That's right. <laughs> enough underwear, enough socks. So uh, the plan is to to be uh, the last team standing uh, April 5th. So, you know, let's move there for a month and a half, however long it takes until we uh, finish what we came to do, and that's to win the championship, and that's our goal. Juwan Howard here on the Rich Eisen Show, head coach of the Michigan Wolverines. I don't know how much time you do spend on social media, but Kendrick Perkins uh, at ESPN um, gave a very nice shout-out to you, not only for what you're doing as a coach, but because of – you're a big man, and it seems like – is there a bias against big men getting a shot to coach? 
at any well, level? Well, first I want to start by, yes, I have heard, you know, what Kendrick uh, said on social media. My wife was the first one to bring it to my attention. <laughs> um, I thought it was a very, you know, uh, respectful and kind comments from a guy who I respect a lot, who can play on the highest level, who's also an NBA champion, and uh, he's been through it. And to be honest with you, I have to side with Chris, uh, with um, Kendrick. That's true. I've heard that as well. Like during my playing days, uh, it was always talked about that. You know, the former players who come back and coach, um, the best coaches are the ones that play the guard position. And when I saw a guy by the name of Kevin McHale having success as a coach when he was coaching the NBA, I was proud. <laughs> I stuck out my chest, uh, excited for him. Uh, because I've always been a fan of Kevin McHale, but I also was excited to see that, you know, a guy who played the forward slash center position back to the basket, that proven that, you know, he knows basketball, that he, he understands and how to develop. Um, he also uh, knows how to put guys in positions to be successful. And, uh, you know, let's take away that old stigma about that big men uh, don't end up being great coaches or, and I don't understand why, you know, but I don't get caught up into it, and that's not what drives me. Uh, what drives me is I just want to, you know, continue to improve and be a, a coach that can help our kids, empower them, and put them in a position to succeed, uh, can make sure they're prepared before they go out there and play. And when they're out there competing, uh, that we, you know, we put in a, in a position where we can play and, and compete and give us the best chance to win. No, I know the humility and the humbleness is definitely there for you, Coach, although you do have a lot at your disposal uh, that you can flex. Uh, I follow you on Twitter. I follow the, the team on Twitter as well. Noticed that yesterday when not one, not two, but three of your recruits were named McDonald's All-Americans, you tweeted yeah. out, well, you tweeted out, welcome to the club, and you were not referring to the team, the University of Michigan, were you? you were, right. right? I no, saw that. No, I, I was not referring to <laughs> I was referring to the fact that I was once a, a McDonald's All-American yes. in 1991 in Springfield, Massachusetts, but, you know, I don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, what I'm saying is you can bring a lot, like, how how – like, how much have you been able to flex like this and use it to, obviously, not to your advantage, but to inspire and to coach? Have you brought in many of the Fab Five, if not all of them? Have you incorporated them at all into your coaching well, last year plus? Well, last year, uh, you know, there have been you know, some of my former teammates at the University of Michigan have, you know, put their head and stepped their foot in practice and sat there and watched and also communicating and talked to some of our guys. You know, Jimmy King has been around the program uh, pretty much, you know, every time we had a home game, uh, he was there. Um, Jalen Rose, um, you know, Jalen has season tickets. And he was, uh, whenever he had time, when he wasn't working with the ESPN games or with ABC doing NBA Countdown, you know, he, he came to some games to come out and support us. And he also was on the road when we played against Rutgers at the rack. You know, Jalen was sitting right behind the bench. Um, uh, Ray Jackson, you know, my last home game here in Ann Arbor, uh, he was, you know, he surprised me. I, you know, walked into my office as I was preparing for the game. And, you know, and it was just beautiful to see. He almost brought me to tears. Um, but then Chris, you know, he, he tried to make the Michigan State game um, we also tried to make the Rutgers game when we played at the Madison Square Garden, but mm. because of the TNT schedule, 
uh, has really hurt his uh, chances. But overall, I would say this, that I always talk about, you know, my brothers and how they have impacted and helped me be the man and the player that I once was. Um, but, you know, these kids, they have Google, you know, they have YouTube, <laughs> uh, they have access to social media. So I, I don't always have to, you know, poke out my chest when I speak and, and in terms of when I am teaching uh, to say like, hey, you know, I've done this before. There are a few times when I've had to acknowledge a situation where, you know, give them an example of I've tried it and I know that it works. Um, and then, you know, if I had to, um, and then I can show them. But that's why, you know, I try to pretty much stay in decent shape and take care of my body. Uh, if I have to show them a post move or two or back to the basket or whether it's a, a face-up jumper or a pick-and-pop jumper or if they want to play one-on-one, you know, then, I, you know, I'll let them know. Half court, I can win. <laughs> Are they trying to come at the – I'm still competitive, dog. I'm still I was about to say. So have you, uh, have you been able to also you, – you, you can also bring in Jordan. Have you brought Michael in at any point in time to talk at any it's point? Funny. It's funny you ask that. Well, when we had our pause, uh, where when we had to uh, pause for 14 days, mm-hmm. uh, I reached out to you know, some friends of mine, and John Gordon being one, he spoke to our guys on Zoom about you know staying you know with, with the process, the, the mental toughness, the mental preparation uh, during this pandemic, and not making excuses, and how we have to control the controllable. And great, great, great um, was ninety minute conversation with him. And I said conversation because it was input and, you know, back and forth communication with players, staff, and John. But then um, I said, you know what, I'm going to do something fun. Uh, not saying John wasn't, but yes. what if I surprised him with uh, the man himself who's, you know, a part of the Michigan brand with the collaboration of, you know, Jordan brand and Michigan brand. So I reached out to Michael, and Michael was all on board. Uh, to uh, keep talking and, you know, having a guest appearance and, you know, letting the guys know how proud he was and blah, blah, blah. But um, Michael had to check with the NBA and see was it under the law and rules, you know, okay with the NBA and would it affect his organization and would it put, you know, some of our potential draft picks in a tight spot. And, and more importantly, not only that, just that, but – the program and getting us in trouble and kind of find out Michael cannot speak to the, to the guys because he's the owner of an NBA team. And I, I was like, wow, you know what? These NCAA rules that, you know, I'm still learning and there's so many of them. I had no idea. And I do not want to, you know, bring any bad publicity or negative attention to Michael and his organization, but it was just such a very nice gesture for Michael to want to do it, uh, but could not, unfortunately. Well, I guess you couldn't find that out uh, last November when you had him speak to the team before North Carolina, right? (laughs) (laughs) Or did you speak to Michael after that one? Hey, Mike. Oh, man, you're funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm just feeling it. I'm flexing. You got us all flexing, uh, Juwan. I really appreciate the call. Thanks for the time. Real quick, though, I have about a minute to go. My social media grandmaster, T.J. Jefferson, pointed out, have you, T.J., you've noticed what uh, on college basketball courts these days? Well, Juwan, first and foremost, I was at the 91 McDonald's game in Pittsburgh, um, so I saw you there. But the shorts no, are getting— Dan. That was Dapper Dan in Pittsburgh. Oh, Dapper Dan, I'm sorry. Shorts are getting yeah. a lot shorter. You guys fought for long shorts, right, as the Fab Five, but now these guys are wearing, like, 
you know, shorts right. that are like bike right. shorts. Like, what do you think about that? Yeah. Man? Yeah, I'm not a fan, man. I, I, when <laughs> I first saw it was back when I was an assistant coach with the Miami Heat, and we it was summer league, and we were in Vegas, and uh, um, I forgot which player it was. And I, I said, I pulled him to the side, you know, right before the game. And Chris Quinn was there with me. <laughs> and Chris Quinn was assistant coach with the Heat. And I, I said to him, I said, man, you know what, bro? I forgot the kid name. I said, well, man, you know what? You're just stomping on a legacy. <laughs> and I said, he was like looking at me like, what, what is he talking about? I said, you're just killing my, our legacy. And I said, well, I'm going to go ahead and elaborate. I said, I was a part of a team, and we fought so hard. And it was a college team I'm speaking of. We fought so hard to get longer shorts because we saw guys like Michael Jordan wearing longer shorts with the NBA. And we saw UNLV with Larry Johnson and Stacey Augman. They were wearing some nice, you know, long shorts. I was like, yo, we fought so hard for it. And and then now, you know, like when I'm seeing you rolling your shorts up and you know, you're showing all your thighs. and Thigh you know, meat, Juwan. I said, I'm like, come on, bro! You just killing the legacy. Right <laughs> I said, I said, we, and then knowing that, I said, we got beat up for it too. Like me, the media killed us for those long shorts and black socks, right? And now they said we look like playground kids. Now look at this: the progress cannot be rolled back, Jawan. We've got a, on this show. We will stand in unison with you and the Fab Five legacy. We cannot see more thigh meat nah. in college basketball. I want my shorts no. to touch my knee. I want my shorts touching right. my knee. Right? Yes. Right, I mean, I'm not trying, like, I don't want to see guys, man, with their shorts all rolled all the way up, you know, and you see all their thighs, and you see the tattoos on their thighs, but, you know, it's like, you know, I understand the time change and style changes and all that, but that's one of them I'm not with. I don't, I can't fight for that one. Then I don't wear white socks. I wear all black socks. Of course. Juwan, look, You know, all the white socks people gave me, I just give them away to charity. That's it. Out the door. At least it goes to something good, and 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 we you, you have to stand for something, and this is what we all stand for, and we cannot have the uh, the, the the too much leg showing, you know. And and I, I appreciate you <laughs> understanding that I'm using quality real estate with a top five uh, ranked head coach in the uh, in, in college basketball on this very important subject. Thanks for calling in, Coach. Really appreciate it. No, Always love it. Thanks for having me, man. Hey, go blue, brother. Go blue. Go blue. Right back at you. Thanks for the call. There you go. Jawan Howard, head coach, University of Michigan basketball. He don't want to see all that thigh, Rich. Amazing. That was awesome. Well, there's two things. One, it's it's a legacy issue for mm-hmm. him. And two, he... He stands for what's right in humanity. <laughs> this is a human issue. This is like the human fund. Exactly. <laughs> and, human fund. and like you pointed out earlier, they were, called, they were called all types of names. Of course. They didn't know. do that for just to see a quarter century later, unbelievably, this yeah. rolled back. Human fund. Well, we're still on the subject of, uh, of laundry. Chris Godwin gave away his 12. Now he's got a ring. And Chris Brockman's movie lines. We'll get to that in hour three.